Hey, what's up, everybody? I wanted to do this quick podcast, and I wanted to break down the Yankees and Red Sox wildcard game. And, uh, you know, in that wildcard game, man, I, I felt like that there was some things that happened or transpired that I felt like if it went the Yankees' way, they would have won that game. Uh, for instance, you know, when Judge was at first and ha- Stanton, like, hits, I was about to call him Hanson. <laughs> I don't know why. But when Stanton hit that missile to the wall and it almost went over the uh, green monster, I thought that, you know, if Judge had just stayed at third base, um, they would be in a better spot because the next hitter would have been Gallo. And although Gallo is like one of those guys that, you know, this year Gallo had uh, a 35.9 K percentage, um, but he also was, you know, walking a bit more you know his his walk percentage was was higher this year with with two teams um you know with two teams his wrc plus was 123 you know gallo is a guy that you know if you just ignore his batting average you look at all the peripheral numbers uh you know his war was 3.5 this year you know he's a solid player you know you just have to just ignore that batting average you know very solid player you know uh even though he hit 199 he's a guy that can play gold glove defense he's a very very good defender he's a plus plus outfielder but you know gallo gets up there and he pops a home run the yankees are right back in the game it's a tie game um you know there are some things though uh that kind of like concerned me though i didn't like the yankees lineup you have a lineup of Adore, Velasquez, uh, Higgy, um, all these guys, they're just bench players at best. They're just guys that, you know, you kind of, you know, have on your roster as just in case if a player gets hurt, but not, these guys are not starters. Like, you know, you put these guys all in the same lineup with guys that have swing and miss issues. It's not a good combination. And, uh, you know, you look at what went wrong with the Yankees this season. You know, DJ LeMayhew just wasn't the DJ LeMayhew that he's been. You know, and... I mean, it is a little bit of a concern because LeMayhew is getting older. And... I, I feel like... I think he can still be good. Um... I don't think that LeMahieu is like what he was this year, but I think that having concern about his power outage um, is definitely something to be concerned about. Um, Now, let's look at LeMahieu's numbers. Um, You know, the K percentage went up this year. Um, The uh, on-base percentage was, was lower. Um, it still was league average. Um, his, I'm not really going to talk about war, but um, you know his his walk percentage was higher this year, though. He was seeing the ball pretty well. Um, what are some other stats that I could go over? You know, the one thing though about Lemayhu is. His, uh, his weighted runs created was a, a lot lower. Uh, last year with the Yankees, it was about 177. Um, 
maybe that's just natural regression because you know wrc plus of 177 is pretty insane um so you know the power it's just it's kind of a concern i don't really look at lemayhu as a power hitter though um i don't think he's going to be a guy that's going to hit you 30 home runs um you know i'm just looking at his his hard hit here um last year is around 45.7 this year is around 43.1 so i mean lemayhu I mean, I don't think it's regression. I don't think it's a situation where this guy is not going to be a good hitter next year. I think that he was hurt. He wasn't telling uh, some of the Yankees organization about some things that were bothering him. Because uh, that's just DJ LeMahieu. He's he's a guy that's going to play through pain. And I believe that he is, you know, really one of those Yankee clubhouse leaders. I really do. Um, but... I mean, Yankees just didn't have enough offense this year. Point blank. Their pitching was good this year. It was. It was good. I, I believe they were like fifth in ERA. So, you know, they just didn't get the job done, man. At the end of the day, they just didn't get the job done. And, you know, you can win 100 games in the regular season and then get bumped out of the first round of the playoffs. So, I mean, I don't really... It didn't really bother me that the Yankees didn't win the division because look at the race, you know, won a hundred games and now they're going home. So, you know, it doesn't bother me that the Yankees were a wild card team this year. It really doesn't bother me because the playoffs are a crap shoot. You don't know what's going to happen, but I feel like that one wild card game has really exposed, you know, what is really wrong with the Yankees? And it's really swing and miss. Um, it, it really is that. And, you know, what do you do? Do you fire Boone? Do you fire Cashman? Um, I mean, I would get rid of Boone. I don't think Boone is like the right person for the job. Um, I wouldn't get rid of Cashman because there's really no GMs out there that are better than him. You're going to sign Theo Epstein? I don't really think the Yankees are going to sign Theo Epstein. And I think when Cashman is doing his thing, he's just as good as Theo Epstein. So it's just like it's not needed. It's really not needed to replace this guy. And, I mean, I don't really have much to say. I just think that the Yankees could have beaten the Sox in that one-game playoff. And I felt like they had a good chance to beat the Rays if they were to uh, move on. I think they could have beaten the race. I think a lot of people uh, underestimate the Yankees and they were choosing the Rays as favorites this postseason, like saying like, oh, they're going to be a World Series team and, and stuff like that. That's why the playoffs are a craft shoot, my friend. And you do not know what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, as far as offseason moves go, I don't know. I think I'll save that for another podcast. But I kind of just wanted to pop in and talk about the Yankees and Red Sox wildcard game. And uh, I just, I didn't think it was a good lineup. I didn't think that really Boone set the Yankees up to really win that game. Um, I mean, it is on the players, but, you know, you sh I feel like you should be responsible for bad lineups. If you put a bad lineup out there, it's not just a player thing, you know? You want to put the best 
capable lineup out there. This is a one-and-done game. And you're playing guys like Velasquez, Odor, and, and Higgy. I realize that Sanchez had a bad season, but who puts you in a better position to win? Higgy or Sanchez? Offensively, Higgy or Sanchez. Because the Yankees' problem in that game was not defense. It was not defense. It was hitting. And the guy that puts you in a better position is Gary Sanchez, not Higgy. I can understand why Odor was playing. I can understand it to some extent. But I don't understand why the heck Velasquez was playing and why Higgy was playing over Sanchez. Because say what you want about the guy's defense. Defense wasn't a problem in that game. And this has got to stop. If the Yankees are not going to go out and get another catcher, which is going to be very hard to find, because there's not many catchers that have Gary Sanchez's power. There's not many catchers that have Gary Sanchez's arm. And there's not many catchers that have this guy's potential. We talk about potential for years with Gary Sanchez, but you replace Gary Sanchez... Who are you going to bring in? A guy like um, James McCann? Right, look, look at the year James McCann had. Everybody was praising that. Yankees make a move like that and trade Gary Sanchez off to another team and it blows up in their face. I mean, people are not going to shut up about it for years. So it, it's just something to consider. I don't think the offseason should revolve around getting a catcher. In. I really don't. Um... I think the Yankees need to address other things, and I'll talk about that in my next podcast. But I want to thank you guys for listening, um, you know, and I'll talk with you guys soon.